Entrepreneur on Fire 893. Go out there and pursue your dreams and go for it. Don't let anyone tell you that it can't be done. If you're prepared to ignite, then EO Fire and the WebinarCourse.com is your fuel. 10 days to amazing webinars. Ignite. Ruby is a perfect solution for small businesses that want to make a big impression. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, James Dahlman. James, are you prepared to ignite Man, I'm on fire. Let's ignite this thing. Yes. Let's, let's get this going. <laughs> James is an entrepreneur and U.S. Army veteran who launched Happy Joe, a nonprofit organization that specializes in helping military veterans launch successful businesses and careers in web tech. James has been in the branding and design industry for over 28 years and has done work for million-dollar brands. James, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. Man, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on, John. It's, it's a pleasure and an honor and I appreciate you for your service as well. Awesome. Uh, you know, this, this whole journey has been exciting. You know, I've been in the branding design industry for, golly, I said 28 years, something like that. Yeah. And it's just been this incredible ride. You know, I, I told someone the other day that I started off in the old days when you were doing mechanical paste-ups and blue lines and electro-setting stuff, but, you know, before the days before desktop. And so I, I was able to make this transition into digital technology. So I'm one of those, like, rare dinosaurs, you know, rare breed of, uh, <laughs> you know, figuring this stuff out. And, uh, you know, I've, I've just been blessed. You know, I've been able to do work for HTC, Michael Hyatt, uh, Walt Disney, just, you know, some incredible brands on the planet. And then, you know, a lot of mom-and-pop shops across the globe, it's to me, I, I love entrepreneurs. I love people who say, you know what, we have an idea, we have a passion, we have an interest, and we're going to go for it. So, you know, when, when I get the opportunity to work with people like that, it just it just really excites me and gets my blood flowing. Uh, but, you know, through all this, you know, I started learning some really cool skills. And uh, several years ago, I was able to launch, co-found this really great company called webdesign.com. I got to work with a, a great guy by the name of Corey Miller, who's uh, you know, a WordPress guru. They started making WordPress themes, stuff like that. It was on the ground floor of an opportunity and saw these trends coming where people really wanted to learn some cool stuff online. You know, this is the day when podcasting was taking off and WordPress and people were starting getting into web design, online courses, internet marketing. And people kept asking, how do we make money online? How do we, you know, build a business? And so webdesign.com launched because I always had single moms or stay-at-home moms ask me, how do we make some money to make ends meet? And I'm like, learn WordPress, learn how to install themes, learn how to tweak them. Well, over the last couple of years, you know, that was sitting in the back of my mind. And then another thought started coming, uh, you know, to fruition. And, and an idea was like, I kept seeing all these veterans struggling to make ends meet. You know, you know, as well, John, it's like coming out of a, the military service. A lot of times you have these stereotypes like you're good enough for security because you carried a gun or you can work in construction. And man, I'm just tired of seeing veterans, you know, have these stereotypes of not being able to find meaningful work or being looked over for different reasons. 
Um, you know, dealing with the VA benefits, not being able to get those. It's, it's just been this crazy thing. So I won't even, you know, beat up the VA and get on that soapbox. But veterans are going through so many struggles. I'm like, how can I help? How can I make a difference for my brothers and sisters I serve with? And it hit me. I'm like, why don't I start teaching web tech stuff? You know, I could teach them how to do WordPress. I could show them how to be web designers, web developers, internet marketers, all that kind of stuff. And so the idea of Happy Joe was born to say, you know, let's let's teach them an incredible trade school because it's in demand. I know all these businesses right now who are looking for developers, designers, content creators, whatever. Um, but I also know a lot of veterans who want to launch their own business and do contract work. And so it was just like this natural fit of like, you know, you're pouring gasoline on the fire and it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I'm like, you know, I, I was, to, to be honest with you, I was smug working for myself and having a solopreneur type business. I love the freedom lifestyle, but I just felt this calling. Like I need to do something that was bigger than myself and outside of, you know, my little comfortable world. So I kind of kept getting goaded and prompted and prodded. And, and, you know, over a year ago, I launched Happy Joe with, you know, basically no money, no no background really in nonprofits type stuff. Did a crowdfunding campaign, was able to raise enough money to get the nonprofit status going and the paperwork done. And here we are a year later, and it's just really starting to just take off. You know, veterans, it's all word of mouth right now. I didn't want to put any promotion out there until I got my crap together and had, you know, kind of a process and system in place. And it's just been exploding. So it's that's probably a long answer to a short question, but it's just, you know, it's been incredible, this, this ride I've been on. Well, James, your passion is obvious, and that is a key tip-off for Fire Nation who's listening. They know that when someone comes on this show and they're passionate and they just go on about why they do what they do and the impact it has and is going to have and the vision for the future, that's the kind of excitement that you, Fire Nation, I know are looking for or have found and are currently implementing one of the two. So definitely love when we have people that come on with passion, with enthusiasm. And I hear you, my friends. I mean, as an armor officer, turned logistics officer and transportation. You know, I got out of the, the service and I was like, okay, what are my options? Like thinking there was going to be this huge plethora. And they're like, well, you can go manage a trucking company. Schneider was like the big one. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that job. But you know, like what are some other opportunities? And they were like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much the opportunity for you. And I was right. like, oh man, where's that company or that integration program that's going to open up my eyes. And so there is definitely a void in Fire Nation, just like we talk about. In your real life, every single day, you are seeing the niches that need to be filled. You are seeing voids that are there in the marketplace. And if you find yourself having a passion for those things, like James did with Happy Joe and like I did with where the heck is that daily podcast? Like That's something that you want to really sit down and say, is this something that I can create as a viable business? And James, for you, let's talk about your journey. Now, 28 years is a long time. You've had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment? Take us there and tell us that story. <laughs> oh, man, I got a lot of them. So when you ask these questions, I'm like, I got to find the, the gold, you know, the, the best that I could deliver. Um, really, the worst entrepreneurial moment, and, and you know, this is probably going to resonate with a lot of your listeners, but it was about 28 years ago, and it's, it's what I call my first decade of struggling you know, in my entrepreneurial journey. It's like, you know, the lowest of lows, and you know, I thought I knew how to run a business and sell my my services a branding and design company, um, but then I realized when you know, and this is just a little bit after even you know, around the the 9/11 time and all that kind of stuff. You know, the few years in there is just really rough, um, but I got down to this time where. You know, I honestly couldn't feed my family. I had a, I would tell the story that my best friend, he was, he was in the army. He sent me like two or three cases of MREs, which is the meals ready to eat, the military. 50 year shelf life, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, gotta love that stuff. 
And he's like, you know, we're always into the surplus stuff. You know, we're going to be the doomsday prepper kind of stuff, you know. And uh, and he's like, you know, if you need to use them, use them or whatever. You want to camp out or whatever. But he didn't realize when he was sending me this stuff, I had I literally had no money. I couldn't feed my family. So, I'm, you know, I'm feeding them ramen noodles and the cheapest crap that you can find at the store to eat. And we literally lived off those MREs for like a month because I couldn't I couldn't afford to, you know, survive or, or to feed my family. And it really sucks when your kids are coming up to you and say, Daddy, why are the lights getting turned off? Or, you know, how come we can't do this? How come we can't drive to the park because we have no gas? And, you know, I, I try to keep from tearing up because I, I sometimes I will cry. And I'm right. a tough army guy, you know. But I, I can I can just always picture those things that happen. I'm like, you know what? I can I can do better than this. But my confidence was horrible. You know, my pricing sucked. I didn't have a good business system in place. And honestly, I didn't hustle enough to pay my bills. So we almost lost everything that we owned because of, you know, I was so dumb at running this business. So that was really my worst entrepreneurial moment is like, maybe I don't need to be in business. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I just need to go like everyone else. You know, you go get that job and you work nine to five, you clock in, you clock out and just do your time. And, and, you know, it was, it was such a low point, but I'm like, you know what? I, I've been through a lot of crap in my life, so I think I could pick myself up from this and I'm going to learn from it. And I did. So James, when you were at this lowest of the low and you were thinking that, you know, maybe it's time to give this up, what stopped you? I mean, you kind of just shared it a second ago, but it was pretty vague. I mean, what specifically stopped you from stopping your entrepreneurial journey? One of the things I'm just, I'm just a stubborn old guy, you know, I'm kind of like one of those stubborn asses, you know, that just is not going <laughs> to give up. And, and, you know, it's just tenacity. Like when I get this idea in my head and, and we'll talk about this later in the podcast with one of your questions, but I had this teacher, I think it was in fourth grade who told me, and they called me Jimmy at the time. And I used to draw in class all the time. I mean, I didn't do my work. All my report cards said, Jimmy draws in class too much. He's never doing his work. And my mom's like, you know, you got to do your work. You got to do your work. But I never forget this teacher telling me, she says, Jimmy, you're never going to do anything with your life because you draw too much. You're never going to make anything of your life because you don't do your work. And that kind of was like, you know, when you talk about Ignite, that was really yeah. literally pouring gasoline on the fire. And I'm like, screw you, teacher, you know. So I always <laughs> had that in the back of my head, like, you know, I'm giving you the big finger and I'm, I'm going to make it. And so, you know, it was through some different lessons during that time. I started to learn a little bit more about business. I started to get a little more confidence. My wife started, you know, kicking me in the crotch saying, you know, you need to believe in yourself and you need to charge more and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, through all that, it just started to change. And I'm like, honestly, I just didn't want to give up because I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I could be successful if I really applied myself. Perseverance, Fire Nation, is one of the most underrated qualities of successful entrepreneurs. Like I'm telling you right now, I've seen it time and time again that the successful entrepreneurs on Entrepreneur on Fire are all people who who failed and would have continued to to be consider themselves failures because they would have gone running back to something else had they not persevered. But the one consistent quality that they had is that they persevered through the tough times, through the failures, through the mistakes, through the people that are telling them they can't do that. And, and that's so critical. So whatever you're dealing with right now in your life, whether it be a crappy job, whether it be a struggling startup, whatever situation it is, perseverance is your ally. And you know what can also be your ally? And I think you brought up a good point, James, here with your teacher. An ally can actually be an enemy. Mm-hmm. And, and by an enemy, I mean a teacher who says, you're never going to be anything. You are nothing. You know, we've had people on the show recently who have gotten specific about how they were verbally abused as children. 
and how that just kept them down for so long. But you can turn that into a good when you can say, you know what, I am going to use that proverbial finger and I am going to come in or, or, or I, I just know the smile that's going to come over my face when I know through three degrees of separation that teacher hears how successful that I am down the road and it has to just look in the mirror and be like, wow, like was I off on that mark? And, and that Fire Nation, use that for your fuel, use that for your fluid, for that igniting that James is talking about. And James, we're going to shift to okay. another story. Take us there to what you consider one of your most impactful aha moments, light bulbs that has gone on in your journey, and tell us that story. Oh man, there's there's a couple of good ones, but the biggest one, the greatest moment that changed my life, you know, goes back to when in the very early days, I think I was 20, 21, 22 in that, that range, and uh, I had my best friend growing up, his grandfather had a transmission shop down, down the road from us, and uh, one day I get this call, and he says, hey, I want you to come out to my shop, and I want you to paint you know, two signs on the side of the building. We want to draw people in. We want it to be awesome. You know, how are you going to do this and and how much are you going to charge? And so I go up to Dick's transmission shop and, you know, I sit there and I do like all these, you know, other freelancers do and people who are doing design usually, you know, and I sit there and I, I, I break out, you know, my tape measure and I get out, you know, my little pad and I start, you know, figuring out how much time it's going to take to do this. And I start figuring out the paint, the airbrush supplies, all that kind of stuff and expenses. And then I go in there and I said, well, you know, Mr. Rees, based on, you know, all that I looked at here, it's going to, you know, take me 20 some hours at $10 an hour and these expenses. And he stopped me. He said, he said, James, James, James. And I'm like, what? He said, I don't give a damn about your time or your expenses. Just tell me what it's going to cost to paint this building and to, to do a kick-ass job. And I'm like, it was kind of like this slap in the face. I'm like, come on, old man, really? You're, you're going to insult me? But then I'm like, I started to wise up because I started thinking this dude always had like rolls of cash in his pocket, always like $100 bills, you know, and stuff like that. So he had to know something. But he, he sat me down and he started to explain this. He said, you know what? Customers and clients don't care about, you know, your training, your experience, the time and stuff like that. He said they care about the value. So he told me, you know, uh, he started teaching me this lesson about selling. He said, you need to sell the value. You need to sell what the benefits are, not the features and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of it, he said, you know, if it takes you 10 hours to do this or one hour or 100 hours, it, it matters not. He said, but you know, come up with your price, sell that value, how it's going to benefit me. And if you can do it an hour, he said, if you charge 1500 bucks and, and you do it an hour, you made $1,500 an hour. If it takes you 10 hours, obviously you're not making as much money. And it was like this light bulb moment went off. And I was like, that's how I need to sell my services. Stop, you know, saying it's this for the hour and it's going to probably take me eight hours to complete this because, you know, if you're doing it a hundred dollars an hour and it takes eight hours, that's 800 bucks. Well, when I transitioned from that, John was like, I started selling my services for $1,500, $2,000, $3,000, like a custom logo package that I used to do, you know, might be 500 bucks. And I just finally got, you know, the, the guts and, and intestinal fortitude to say, you know what, this is worth $2,000. And when I closed on my first project, my first perfect client, it was like amazing. It, it I, I made, you know, like $500 an hour on that project because I was selling on value. And, and ever since then, it was like, it stuck with me. I'm not selling on hourly and expenses and stuff like that. I'm selling the value. And so that really took me, you know, from not making any money to making money and eventually making a lot of great money doing, you know, what I love to do. And the thing is, the, the more efficient I got in the, in the work that I did, the more money I made. So it is, you know, earth shattering to me. Let's sit on this for a second because I think it's really important for Fire Nation. And, and that's the question that I want to ask you to the listeners right now. You know, how are you currently displaying the value that you are creating? You know, are you creating this 
itemized list of everything from, you know, the, the paint bucket all the way down to whatever in this and just kind of like having your client's eyes glaze over and then being like, oh man, or are you displaying the value that you are creating? How are you presenting? How are you packing this? How are you making this appealing? And by James just taking a simple mindset shift and saying, you know what? I know the value for X and I'm just going to package it as that value that I'm going to give. And he closed a $2,000 client for that. I mean, Fire Nation, these are the type of golden nuggets you need to be extracting from these interviews and applying to your current business, to the business that you're sitting here planning right now. If you're in a cubicle and you're listening, you know, to that dream business that you have, you know, start the right way. Learn from James' mistake of what he did wrong and then learn from that aha moment that he had and apply it from day one. Display that value. And James, in just one sentence, one sentence, my friends, sum it up for us. What's the one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to really get from that aha moment? Start believing in yourself and charging more for the services that you offer because you're worth it. And, you know, it doesn't matter what you're selling, whether it's a product or service, you have to believe in yourself and you have to put that value on it. So we just don't believe in ourselves so many times. We don't believe in what we're doing. So we don't value that. And then that value translates as communicated to the customer or the client. So, you know, believe in yourself, believe you have value and charge more. That's Whenever people come to me with pricing questions, I don't even have to look at what they're doing. I just say, double it. And they're mm-hmm. like, Wait, what? I'm like, double it. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So James, we're moving into what I call one minute mindsets. I'm going to ask you five questions, five okay. insights into your mind. James Dahlman, take about a minute-ish to answer these questions, maybe less. Number one, ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Honestly, I'm horrible at keeping this consistent, but basically I grab my coffee and catch up on what needs to be done that day. And then I make a tentative plan and then I get laser focused on the priorities first. You know, I've got to know what's in front of me and have that battle plan uh, and then attack it. Unfortunately, there's days when I get distracted by emails and social media and I end up blowing up a couple hours, you know, with lower priority tasks. But man, get up, make a plan and follow it. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Biggest weakness, whoo, delegation. I suck at it. I'm horrible at delegating work and letting others get involved. I think, you know, especially when you've been a solopreneur for so long, you, you feel like you can do it better than everyone else or it's just faster to do it. And it ends up causing more problems in the long haul and keeps you from executing on your big dreams. I think that was probably one of the biggest benefits of being an army officer was when you graduate college and you're commissioned as a quote unquote second lieutenant and you receive your first platoon, you don't know anything. And the first thing you need to learn to do is to delegate because you can't do it. You know, you can't do it because you don't know it. So you have to delegate. So that was definitely a task that I learned at a very young age, early and often, so to speak. And I do think that it is tough for people that don't get that experience early, that they are always a subject matter expert and they always think and know they can do it better than other people. Very valuable. Yeah. You got to turn loose. What's your biggest strength? Hands down ideation. I'm great at spotting opportunities and trends or coming up with new ideas or ways of doing things. And I tell you, John, if I could sell what was in my head, I think I'd be like a multimillionaire. <laughs> it's just crazy. But, you know, the, the thing that amazes me is so many people never see business or opportunities that they could start and capitalize on. But I see them all the time. So the thing is, like, open your eyes and look around because they're there. If you want to be an entrepreneur, there's so many opportunities out there. You just you just got to look. What's a habit you wish you had? Better time management. I suck at it sometimes. It's just, you know, sometimes it's easy for me to get off track in the early hours of the day. 
Um, so, you know, that's why it's important to, you know, plan and follow that plan. You know, I think another strength you have is you're pretty open, upfront, honest, and blunt about your weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. I'm an open, but like, sometimes I just that gets me in suck trouble. at it. <laughs> hey, you know, we got to be real, you know, because I think so many times we, we get in these podcasts and interviews and everyone thinks you have it all together. And I don't think anyone has it all together. Uh, that's why I always start with the worst entrepreneurial moment because I want our listeners to know, hey, this person was all kinds of ate up at one point in their life and they put it together. But believe me, they weren't always all there. Yeah. For sure. What's the one thing, James, of all the awesomeness you have going on that has you most fired up? Man, I'm, I'm so, you know, honestly, helping our veterans launch these successful businesses and careers in web tech is, it, it gets me up every morning. I'm so excited. And, you know, it, I can't contain myself at times. You know, getting Happy Joe to the next stage is critical because there's so many veterans who could be helped right now. I'm tired of seeing people struggle and not getting the benefits they deserve. And what's cool is I've created a way that thousands of our heroes and our spouses can build these incredible businesses from home. And I also have like companies lined up saying, you know, we want to hire dependable, talented veterans who have these web tech skills. And so I found this like hot spot of needs and interest. You know, the, the bad thing is right now is it being a nonprofit organization right now is that, you know, I don't have the financial resources to make this all happen. And so I'm just like getting out there and trying to, you know, beat the ground and continue to, to push forward. And that's really, you know, what's holding us back. But it's, I'm so fired up to do this. I'm going to do it whether I get paid or not. Mm, worthy cause, my friends. And James, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. According to a recent consumer report survey, 67% of customers have hung up the phone out of frustration if they could not talk to a real person. Okay, I get it. You're building your business lean, so hiring a full-time receptionist to handle your calls just isn't in the cards. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, the virtual receptionist who handles your calls with care. Ruby even screens, announces, and transfers your calls to wherever, whenever you want want. They're everything you'd expect from a top-notch receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service for yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. James, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
That's easy. Fear. Fear is always the killer of dreams. So you need to say, screw the fear and go for it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Quit being a perfectionist and launch. If you wait for the perfect product, service, timing, circumstances, you're never going to launch and launching is what brings you success. What's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? Never surrendering or giving up. Like we talked about earlier, you know, if you tell me something can't be done or it won't work, I'm going to lock onto it like a heat-seeking missile. I'm going to destroy <laughs> your faithless mindset. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a website. Startwithwhy.com by Simon Sinek. You know, I firmly believe you got to know the why behind your mission and purpose before you move on anything else. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, James, what would it be and why? Here's a great one. The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph by Ryan Holiday. You see, we all face obstacles and challenges in pursuing our dreams. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's personal or business. But the way you look at those obstacles make a huge difference between success and failure. So if you're not ready or prepared to get past those obstacles, all these other business lessons you learn online or in books are for nothing. So good. I had Ryan on Entrepreneur on Fire way back in the day, one of my first handful of interviews. And then when that book came out and I read it, I'm like, I got to get this dude back on. Yeah. And I don't do repeat interviews, but he was one of my 25 now repeat interviews of over 800 episodes. And we just talked about obstacles away. Like I just wanted to have conversations about it because it's such a powerful book. Stoicism is so fascinating, Fire Nation. Like really give this book a whirl. And by the way, it's an amazing audio book kind of leads into this perfectly. He actually does mm -hmm. his own reading of this book, which I love when authors do that. And he has a special bonus chapter with Tim Ferriss in this book as well for the audio version. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teen up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free like this one, The Obstacle is the Way, at eofirebook.com. James just wrote it down. You should too. James, the next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Yeah. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, John, that's one hell of a question. I have to <laughs> ponder that and think about that. So the first thing I would do, honestly, is to see how I could triple my $500 and start making money on a consistent basis. Because you got to have the money. You know, you got to get that rolling in. And to me, that would be with starting uh, setting up a website and selling my experience and knowledge online as an ebook, a course, or consulting. And then I just start hustling like crazy because as an entrepreneur, you got to hustle. If you don't get out there and hustle, you're not going to make money. You're not going to make anything happen. And then whatever time or money I have left, I'd invest it in creating more on my online products for selling. And then I'm just going to get out there and hustle some more. So get out there and start making money because you can do it with a laptop and 500 bucks. Man, James, love your energy. And let's end it today the same way we started it, on fire, with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. All right. The best wisdom I'm going to give, best thing is go out there and pursue your dreams and go for it. Don't let anyone tell you that it can't be done. And if you want to get connected with me and what Happy Joe's doing, visit us online at happyjoe.org. That's our main website. You can get involved with helping veterans. You can donate. You can find out about what we're doing. And man, just give back to veterans, whether it's with Happy Joe or not. There's such a huge need out there. Find some way to get involved 
and help our heroes because they've done so much to protect our freedom. We were able to drink our lattes and our craft beer because someone has given their lives to protecting our country. So that's what I got to say. And I appreciate you just uh, letting me share on this podcast today. My pleasure. And you said craft beer. I thought I heard crack beer. That would have been weird. Crack beer. You know, I, I, <laughs> someone's going to come out with that, you know. <laughs> I think some listener craft of Entrepreneur on Fire is. And Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with James D and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type James in the search bar, his show notes page will pop right up. And James, thank you for sharing your journey, my friends, with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, brother, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.